What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha wishing you and yours a safe and socially distanced Christmas. We're celebrating 50 years since Donny Hathaway released this Christmas. His daughter Donita joins us. Plus, have you seen Jingle Jangle on Netflix yet? You, the kids, the family must watch. We've got the producer Lynn Sisson Talbert. We're spending Christmas with the Hathaways and the Talberts. Cafe Mocha begins now. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Standing in solidarity, celebrating 10 years of radio from a woman's perspective, it's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie, love, yo-yo, Christmas weekend on the line. We have music royalty. Yes. Yes. Donita Hathaway. Daughter of Donnie Hathaway. Merry Christmas and welcome Merry to the show. Christmas. And thank you to your dad for giving <laughs> yes. us, you know, just the most important Christmas song ever. The most iconic. I, I, the most right, iconic. iconic. Just to Isn't say that her amazing? name, I'm here, I'm hearing Christmas music. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? It, it's such a, a blessing. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And can you believe it's been 50 years since that song was released this Christmas? No, no. I mean, you know, Danita, did, did you, did your father have any idea that this, this song would have this much impact when he wrote it? 
I don't think so. Um, I don't. And I do want to give a shout out to Nadine McKenna, a black woman in Chicago, um, still alive and well. She's mm-hmm. actually the main lyricist behind that um, that song. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, yes. You know how black women do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. But, you know, she, she had the bulk of the song and, you know, he came in and added, you know, his flair to it. But I don't think it resonated with anyone who was involved how poignant it would be and how 50 years later we would still, you know, honor that song as if it was just released and regard it in the way that we do. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they knew. But you have to admit, especially the original version just Mm -hmm. has that special magic that just makes us feel, you know, good and, and brings us joy, you know? Let me ask you this. I mean, there have been so many remakes. Right. If you had to name like your top three favorite remakes of this Christmas, go ahead, do it. Mm. None of them. God <laughs> be honest. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, there's that. No one has topped the original. Never. Never. Um, yep. Agreed. I think the most sentimental would be anything that Layla does just because, yeah. you know, she yes. is, you know, a direct descendant and has that voice. I mean, you can't deny yes. that. Yeah. Um, right. But I will say for me personally, um, I actually just heard a version that I didn't even know existed a few days ago. Boys to Men actually put a nice spin on this Christmas. Mm. Oh, really? I, yeah, I love their version because they made it their own. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's boys to men so you can't really go wrong and we all love their christmas their iconic christmas album yeah. um so christmas interpretation so i love what boys to men did um the whispers well, oh yeah oh yeah that's oh yeah there's yeah there's that's yeah. a good one yeah. Oh, we gonna play all of those since you like those. We'll play. Wait, 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 Lonnie, Lonnie, you, wait Lonnie, before you before you let her play it you, you don't hum anything donita <laughs> Hmm. Get calm. Do I know you, how you don't want to hum it. You don't want to. Let's come on. Oh, I know Layla got it. Hum. Come on. Yeah. She, she's now used see. to it. She's she's a Hathaway. She's used to it. I, I am used to it. And you want you want to know the biggest joke of all? I am the non-singing Hathaway. So, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't think you want your listeners to hear it. Uh, I leave that to uh, Layla and Tinga. They have beautiful, you know, voices, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, but let's play these these different versions, Angie. So throughout the uh, the show today, we'll play these different versions and and let the the listeners decide. But I know it's always your father's version that um, I love the best. It's just something about the opening. You know, Mm -hmm. the minute the opening Mm -hmm. happens. I'm like, yeah. Shake a hand, yes. shake a hand. Shake a hand. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you Absolutely. Oh. now hold on. Now I have to give number three. Now at, number three is just a part of black culture, and that is the live rendition that Patty LaBelle did where her lyrics weren't in the teleprompter and her <laughs> background singers were mysteriously not there. Mm. I don't know that one. I remember that one. And she was getting mad because she couldn't remember the lyrics. Come on, y'all. She couldn't. Yeah. She, she, she said, Where are my lyrics? And so when she did that during the, the verses uh, with with uh, 
you know, legendary singer Gladys Knight, you know, I was triggered just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Put Miss LaBelle's lyrics in her teleprompter, please, and thanks. <laughs> It's Cafe Mocha. We've got more with Donita Hathaway coming up. Merry Christmas. Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha. We're radio for women. And yeah, we got something for the guys too. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo. Christmas weekend. We are talking to Donita Hathaway, daughter of Donnie Hathaway, celebrating the 50th anniversary of the iconic song, This Christmas. Thank you for spending part of Christmas with us. We appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Now, your dad's music is the legacy that we remember most, but the part of his life that we don't talk about is his death. And suicide is a taboo subject that even after all these years later, we sometimes it's just hard for us to address it. So tell us about your dad's struggles if you want to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, it's something that I have come to, you know, like earlier, we were just joking about the fact that I don't sing, Mm -hmm. um, which again, you don't want it. But what I do have, I feel is his heart. And what I've been doing for a number of years is, you know, assisting various artists, like it's in my nature to, you know, help anyone that I can, you know, part of it is being a woman, but part of it, I think it's a gift that I have. And so through actually my own struggles, um, personally, my physical health, my mental health, um, other members of my family, but um, especially my father, I am leaning into that topic. And I've created the Johnny Hathaway Legacy Project, which is addressed. Um, the, the point of it is to address mental health in particular in marginalized communities. And so I don't have any shame. I don't have any um, um, hesitancy about speaking on his death because Mm -hmm. I want to help prevent, I want to help that, I want to help prevent that from happening for anyone else. And so uh, part of what I wanted to do even this holiday season is start an initiative called uh, Friends Christmas, where we check on our folks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us have had a hard time this year. Um, we know how 2020 has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but even before then, sometimes the holidays can be a trigger for folks. Mm-hmm. And you want you want to think that everyone is together and loving and kind and joyful. But for some people, it's actually the exact opposite, where they feel alone and depressed. and you know, once those, you know, once we take the Christmas tree down and take the lights down and it's after the new year and it's uh, cold outside, you know, when you have a level of pain where you don't see a way out, for some folks, it does go to the extreme of them committing suicide. And so, you know, the thoughts and prayers come after, but there should be some things that we all can do for each other as uh, a community to make sure that we all are having the best quality of life possible, that we know that we're not alone in the difficult uh, times that we all will face in life, and that with, you know, the right support and the lending ear and the lending heart, you'd be surprised how far that will go um, to make sure that, you know, folks know that they're loved. So, um, you know, I'm hoping you guys will join me on this journey of, you know, helping ourselves. Yeah. yeah, you know, because that's why we wanted to know how could we better 
be a better support system for our friends and family who are struggling with mental health issues? Yeah. You know, the, I think one of the hardest things, um, I was listening to the song, um, my father and Roberta Flack just made some of the, the best yes. you know, love songs. But, you know, one of my faves, um, which is, oddly enough, inspired by the Friends Christmas um, initiative, is You've Got a Friend. Like winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you have to do is call and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is, I know what happens for me and for a lot of folks, is when you're in that dark space, like we're not taught as a society to seek help or, you know, even let people know that we're in pain, no matter what kind of pain it is. Um, You know, as as a society, we're not taught how to deal with that. And so a lot of us keep to ourselves. And so you sometimes, I know I get a reaction from people that they'll say, why didn't you call me? I would have been there to help you. You know, I'd love you and care about you and want to make sure that you're well. Like even just the will to ask for the help is difficult. So I think what we have to do is kind of look for the signs when someone is maybe a little too quiet. Maybe there there's some personality traits that are changing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a little too short or a little too loud or a little too quiet. You know, you, you gotta kind of have to use your judgment and intuition and be the one to check on those that you hold dear and start the conversation there. Like, hey, you know, I'm just checking in, making sure that, you know, you're okay. How are things? You know, we can start there. But, you know, when you're talking to your girls, you know, they'll go on forever, right? They'll tell you what's happening and you can pick through that and figure out, well, maybe something extra is going on. But with men, you ask them how they're doing, like, what? you know, they're very not really communicative. So how do you, you know, when you're looking at the men in your life, decide whether they're in trouble or not? You want, what's funny, um, I'm so glad you raised that. What's funny is I saw a a meme on Instagram yesterday. Um, On the top of this cartoon, there were two cartoons on the top. There was an image of a mother and a young boy and the boy's crying, and the image said, you know, basically stop all that crying because boys don't cry. Men don't cry. That's what they've been taught. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the lower cartoon, and it's uh, a man and a woman in a relationship, and the woman is asking the man, why don't you talk to me? Why don't you emote your feelings? And it's, it's like, well, which one is it? Is it that yeah. boys don't cry, that men aren't emotional, that they're not allowed to feel? Or let's give them, you know, let's give the, you know, as a society, it's for men, unfortunately, that's what they've been taught. Like that's their nature. So when they do what they've been raised to do, like you can't really be surprised. And so first of all, I think we have to give everyone the grace. And this is what, you know, I wanted to allude to earlier. Like when we are in pain, when you're going through something, like, why isn't that okay? Like, you're human. You're going to face a multitude of things that will come at you at life. We celebrate the highs, but we can't celebrate the, well, not celebrate, we can't acknowledge the lows. Hmm. Like, it's, it's, we're not robots. We're 
human beings that feel, you know, we're supposed to feel, we don't want anyone to be, you know, closed off and guarded, but as a society, you would think that that's the way to be. And so like, we all have to do just a radical reimagining on how we all deal with our feelings when they, when they arise and know Mm -hmm. that you're okay to, it's okay to feel disappointment in a year 2020 when you think you're doing everything right and then all of a sudden everything all your dreams mm-hmm. shut down the world shuts down yeah. you know so is it just that we're in a pandemic that you're allowed to feel that or because you're a human being you should be allowed to have all of the feels because it's natural and i'm so glad we're talking about that and i'm so glad that they asked the question because because we're in the pandemic so many people are getting a chance to feel um to understand, to acknowledge, or to understand, you know, mm-hmm. well, not even, but to to um, to realize that depression is real, that mental illness is real, um, because people are feeling it for themselves. A lot of people have no mm-hmm. other choice. Uh, you know, s- some are not reaching out, and you know, so it's a great conversation, and I'm glad we're having it. And you know, it's the perfect time because holidays. You know, it's Christmas time and so many people are happy and so many people are sad. So it's a great conversation. And I'm glad that we're celebrating it with such um, the daughter of a legend, you know, yeah. who has, who music still plays to make us smile and bring joy into our, our, our homes. Danita, yeah. thank My you. My dad's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> he is the greatest and we will always remember him. And um, that's a, the good thing about music. That's why it's so important. Who is got the, <laughs> okay, got to do it again. We will always remember your dad, uh, Danita. I, I mean, his music will live on forever. It's iconic, but Christmas time is, you know, it's just that, that special feeling. So we thank you and your family for being uh, a part. And we thank you for coming and being and, and spending this holiday with us. So um, how can we find out more about your organization and especially for people that may need it, the Donnie Hathaway Legacy Project? Absolutely. So the website is www.donniehathaway.org. And I am on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Donnie Hathaway, L as in legacy, P as in project. And that's Donnie. Please give him that Y. D-O-N-N-Y-H-A-T-H-A-W-D-O-N-N-I-E, pet peeve, D-O-N-N-Y-H-A-T-H-A-W-A-Y. Love it. Dot org. Have a happy new year. Yes. Come on, Lonnie, sing us out. Oh, no, no. Come on, Lonnie, come on. Merry Christmas. How about how about we play shake the a hand, shake a hand. version? Shake a hand, shake a hand. Okay, yeah, shake let's play. Shake a hand, shake a hand. Okay. Thank you, Donita. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sit tight. You're only minutes away from more Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo, Christmas weekend. And you know what, ladies? I had to have this uh, 
wonderful woman, Lynn Talbert, who is married to the wonderful David Talbert. Uh, they are uh, producers, filmmakers, and she contacted me uh, early in 2020 and she says, we're making a movie. And I was like, oh, that's great. What difference is that? Y'all always make a movie. She said, no, Lonnie, this is going to be a different type of movie. And I was like, okay, Lynn, I can't <laughs> wait to see it. So then later in November, she contacts me and she sets up a meeting. I knew it was going to be something because Lynn never sets up a meeting. She'll just, you know, text me or whatever. But she sets up a meeting. <laughs> and when she tells me about her movie and she shows me clips of this movie, when I tell you, I was awestruck. And you know, Angelique, I start crying, you know, because I get so emotional. And then Lynn starts crying. So everyone, I would like to introduce you all to Lynn Talbert, the co-producer of Jingle Jangle, which is now available on Netflix. Um, it was written by Lynn and David Talbert. Uh, just Lynn, welcome to Cafe Mocha. Yes. Thank I mean, you. Thank you for having me, Lonnie. I appreciate um, it. My good, this, this film is just, is beautifully shot, but can you quickly tell people how you came about making Jingle Jangle? Well, Jingle has been a 20 year labor of love. Um, David originally wrote it as a Broadway musical and um, planned on doing that, and we were wanted it to be this perennial piece for the holidays year after year. And as we were going along, things just weren't panning out music-wise, how we wanted to set it up. And one day I just go, David, you should just do it as a movie. And that just opened up the floodgates because your imagination can go wild. You don't have to worry about just the proscenium of a stage. Yeah. And from that, he wrote this amazing script, and he tried to pitch it to a few studios, and they passed because they couldn't see this world with a leading black cast. And finally, in 2017, um, we did a film with a friend of ours, Ted Melfi, who wrote Hidden Figures. He brought us on a project that David just ran into him in the elevator in Netflix. And he's like, DT, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm here pitching some projects. And he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I got this gold movie, um, but we just lost the, lost the director. And he's like, wait a minute, DT, you're going to direct this, and Lynn's going to produce it, and it's going to be amazing. And the next day, he gets the script. Like three weeks, we're in production. In three weeks, we're in production. And that experience was such a great experience with Netflix that they called David in for a meeting. And he, they said, you know, we loved what you did and, you know, uh, what else do you have? And he's like, well, what are you looking for? And he said, well, we're looking for a big idea. And he's like, I got a big idea. He said, every year I sit down with my family and we're looking for those classic films you know, with representation, because I tried to show my son my favorite, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, mm -hmm. and he was like, can I go play with my Legos, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't feeling it, and so David and I both just realized he has Miles Morales on his wall. He has Black Panther on his wall. He didn't see himself, mm -hmm. and he told Scott Stuber, the president, and Nick Nesbitt that, and Scott said, I never thought of it like that, and we need to do something about that, and David pitched... Jingle Jangle, and they bought it in the room. 
and he went off to write it, and when he came back with the script, we had a song, which was The Square Root of Possible, which is the song that Journey sings in the film, the character Journey, and Mm -hmm. we had it sung by a Broadway star when we did this little showcase, and all of us were in tears in the room, and they greenlit it right then and there. And we moved to London for eight months to make this film. Yeah. Wow. It's Cafe Mocha. We're talking to Lynn Talbert. She's a co-producer of the gorgeous, just, I mean, it's a wonderful film, Jingle Jangle, currently streaming on Netflix. My family has, I mean, the minute it came out, of course, Mm -hmm. it went straight to the head of our Netflix queue. And we've seen it several times. Um, you know, individually, collectively, um, individually, collectively, and the movie is so beautiful. It looks like it costs mm. so much money to make. It looks <laughs> like it should be, it you know, <laughs> it looks like Let it know. in a movie theater. Was it, was it originally going to movies and, and it's, yes. Okay. Yes. That was the original plan. And when we got back and went into post. Um, literally months later, this rumblings of COVID started hitting. And we were actually on our way to go back to do some additional photography with Felicia Rashad. And I started hearing more about COVID and, you know, things started happening. And I had to call Ms. Rashad and tell her, you know what, I don't know what this is and I don't feel comfortable taking you <laughs> over to London knowing how it was affecting people of a certain age even more, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, no, Lynn, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I was like, can't do it. Can't do it. I said, you know, but we'll see what happens. But we can't, I can't do that. I'm going to have to cancel. And next thing you know, like two days later, they shut the borders down. They shut everything down. So we had to post this type of film with visual effects and, yeah. and choreography from our home. Mm. From oh. our home. So that alone was just a testament in itself that, you know, doing this type of film, pushing through. And not only that, like, we didn't know there was going to be a pandemic. We didn't know there was going to be social unrest going on. And it was the perfect timing because as much as I would have loved a theatrical release, we all needed this right now. Yeah. We needed some yeah. light and some love and to, to be able to sit at home with our family or just even mm-hmm. alone and tap into that inner kid. Well, you know, you got some heavy hitters. I yeah. mean, Forrest Whitaker, Felicia Rashad, John Legend is one of the executive producers on the film. I mean, how did y'all muscle this up? <laughs> Let me tell you, a lot of prayer. <laughs> um, you know, David is a brilliant writer, and mm-hmm. um, he it, it starts on the page. So we sent the script out to John Legend and Mike Jackson and John read it. And the first thing he said was, I have to do this because now my little girl will be able to see someone that looks like her in a role like this. And he wrote the song, Make It Work, that is performed by Anika Noni Rose and Forrest Whitaker. Mm -hmm. And it's like just that gritty staple of the film that, that, it, it was unbelievable to shoot that and, and get that done. And, and the way that John wrote it, you know, David flew in to see him because he had written a different song, actually. 
but David wanted something specific for that scene. And, you know, John has all his Grammys behind him and <laughs> his <laughs> Emmy, you know, he's an EGOT winner and he's, David has to go there and tell him, uh, can you write a different song? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he, you know, he did it. He actually wrote it then and there, um, the rhythm for it and, and started humming what, what, the lyrics could be, and mm. he, he killed it, you know. And Philip mm-hmm. Lawrence, our other lead songwriter, wrote the other songs, and it it's just been amazing. But, Lynn, I just want to know how you got Forrest Whitaker to sing. <laughs> we <laughs> see, we well, see Forrest you know Whitaker what? do everything, for real. Yes. <laughs> well, people what don't know this, but Forrest is, is opera trained. Wow. Really? Yeah, he is, he is an operatically trained singer so that is a gift that he had and he has that just soft-spoken voice and I'll tell you in the scene where he sings the ballad over and over by himself in his workshop that was live wow that was a rehearsal that we shot like we didn't know that he was going to keep going and he started that scene and we thought we're just rehearsing. We're just looking at placement, this and that. He started singing. We all got quiet. And there were tears running down all of our faces oh. when he did that. And we were like, that's it, cut. And that is what we used in the movie. Wow. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Lynn Sisson Talbert. She is the producer of Jingle Jangle, along with her husband, David Talbert, who is the writer and director of the movie and also is being executive produced by John Legend. You know, on The Real, we had uh, Anika Nani Rose come on and also the fabulous little girl that plays Journey. Her name is Madeline Mills. How did you find this wonderful young lady? She is so adorable, so cute and so talented. Yes. yes, she. we did a worldwide search for her, to be honest, and she, you know, we it, it just, we weren't finding what we were looking for, and I'll tell you, she didn't come in there to audition, she came in there to take what was hers, mm. <laughs> and her and Forrest had the best chemistry, not only is she just a phenomenal new talent, but she is like a woman in a kid's body, but still has that youthful, you know, exuberance. Mm-hmm. Um, and where you're, you still have a little girl there, but she's mm-hmm. just so professional at what she does. And I, I just love Madeline Mills. I, you know, the sky's the limit for her. And, and all the other amazing people that we were able to give a first shot to, like um, Kieran Dyer, who plays Edison Latimer, uh, mm-hmm. Lisa Davina Phillip, who plays Miss Johnston. It's like it, we're so grateful to be able to break new talent in these projects sometimes and align them with our legends like Felicia Rashad and Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. When we come back, when we come back, let's talk about the the two new children's books that's based on Jingle Jangle. We'll be right back. This is Cafe Mocha. Standing in solidarity. Celebrating 10 years of radio from a woman's perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo. We're talking to Lynn Talbert, filmmaker, 
playmaker uh currently yes. has a netflix christmas movie on called jingle jangle and two new children's books based on the film tell us about that yes so one of my favorite songs in the film is the square root of possible that madeline mills sings and that was the song that just got me through this this movie and a, and a lot of moments of of just trying to make it and I would sing it there on the way to the car so it inspired um the picture book the square root of possible um it's a it's a, just a sweet illustrated story um about journey when she comes mm-hmm. to town and meets her grandfather first for the first time and the invention of Geronicus Jangle is for 10 and up where it delves more into the story um telling a little bit of, more about uh jangles and things and I had a full circle moment where Felicia Rashad is reading the audio book of Jingle Jangle, the invention of Geronicus Jangle. So you can listen to her continue as she does as the grandmother in the film, reading this story to you. Nice. You know, Lynn, nice. you, you, uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you talk about getting through the songs got you through. I'm just curious uh, what, it, what, how, you know, uh, elaborate more on that. How did they get you through the songs? You said that was so much passion. I'm interested. Yeah, I, um, look, you about to make me get emotional again. This was tough. You know, it's been 20 years and, um, trying to put out there something that, you know, will work, um, image images that, I wanted to see as a child that I wanted to speak to the child in me and I want my son to see, I want him to know that he can fly, that he can be an inventor, that he can be in an imaginary world and be magical. And we see it across the board with our favorites, I'm sure, Annie and Mary Poppins and all of that, but we haven't seen it, you know, to me at the level that it could be at. And it was not only important to be able to put a story like this out there, but also to pave the way for other filmmakers. Because if we did not get this right, we might not get a chance for another 20 years. I mean, it's been 40 years since The Wiz. Mm. And that wasn't even an original IP. Mm. So... Mm to have stories where there are always remakes or the black version. I'm not mad at that, but I know that we have so many original stories to tell, and I just want people to have opportunities to do that along with us. Well, we are so happy that you and David never gave up. Jingle Jangle is now streaming on Netflix. It's a wonderful movie, um, not only for Christmas, but it's a movie all year long if you want to feel good. But this is definitely going to be one of the classic Christmas movies. Lynn, thank Mm. you so much for taking time with us today. I love you so much. You know that, right? Yes. I love you too, Lonnie. I really appreciate it. It's my (laughs) pleasure. (laughs) And and congratulations. I can't wait to to watch it. I'm definitely turning on my Netflix, getting me some some cocoa with my daughter and watching (laughs) this movie that has inspired you. I'm inspired to watch. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes, please do. I can't wait to see what you think of it. 
Thank you. Thank you, Lonnie. Thank you, Angelique. Thank you, Yo-Yo. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Take care. Take care. Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha. We're radio for women. Yeah, we got something for the guys, too. Hi, I am Rashawn McDonald, host of MoneyMakingConversation.com. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. They can be civic leaders, people in business, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award honoree this week is Dr. George Frazier. Black business lives matter. Dr. George Frazier, the CEO and founder of FrazierNet. He is regarded as one of the foremost respected authorities on entrepreneurship and building generational wealth and economic empowerment for the black community. Stop living, brothers and sisters, above your means, which means you're spending more than you earn. Stop living even within your means, which means you're spending everything you earn, and live below your means and invest the rest. So as your income increases, your cost of living should either decrease or stay the same. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award represents men who have strength, whose wisdom is assertive, and who is genuine in their spirit. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Funky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.